EverQuest. I'm Jeff with Purple Elf Productions. As always, always we got Schwan. How you doing today, Schwan? I'm 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 very concerned. Oh, you're just fine. And then we also have a special guest today. We have Chris. We have Chris, who's part of our community in the Discord, and who also uh, made a EverQuest podcast. The quest goes on and is now also the mod in our Discord. Welcome, Chris, today to the podcast. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Now, before we get in, into any of that, we got to start at the beginning with every EverQuest player, Chris. Uh, before we talk about where you're playing now or any of that, how did you start playing this game? How did you discover it? So I discovered it. Um, a friend of mine, um, when I was about 10 or so, uh, Ruins Canark was the only expansion out at the time. And um, I was living with him at the time. And I saw him playing it. I would watch him play video games all the time, mostly like Ocarina of Time, Nintendo 64 type stuff. It was awesome. And um, I saw him playing this, and it just blew my mind that like there was a game that was this. It seemed so advanced, like... It was amazing. And I remember being 10 and 11 years old, staying up until three o'clock playing, um, just roaming around the West Freeport newbie zone. I was afraid to go any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what character and, you made? Yes. Um, so he made a half, half elf paladin. So I felt like I had to make one too. So yeah, half elf paladin. I think I got him to like level seven. And it took forever because I'd, I didn't know how to play. <laughs> All right. So then how did your relationship with EverQuest proceed from there? Did you, are you one of these people who played it nonstop through today? Oh, no, no. I took a long time off. Um, I, I think Kunark was like the extent of my playing until um, I was an adult, really. I noticed that it was free to play um years ago and that's when i started back up because you know i have i have kids and money's a thing <laughs> how many kids you got i have five kids holy cow you catholic yeah no i'm not <laughs> i just offended so many people right there i'm, I'm so just, sorry everybody I'm no i'm still trying to figure out like how they're how they're made so i think that's <laughs> What uh? <laughs> experiment. Yeah, I think I think I got it though. I think I figured it out. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Are any of them old enough to start messing around with uh, any games? They pass the gene on. Um, so my oldest is ten, and I have um, introduced him to that a little bit. Um, I used to um, sometimes I'd like whenever he'd um, be like off from school, he'd have to come into work with me. Um, and I would have my laptop hooked up to the Wi-Fi and I'd be like, hey, do you want to you want to try this? And he this was on like one of the live servers. So that way. So he had the um, tutorials on the Minds of Glooming Deep or whatever. And he had a hard time with it because it's I mean, he was like nine or ten at the time. So he but he always asked me to play it That's whenever. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I hope hopefully he'll stick with it. <laughs> Be your little bot running behind you and stuff like that. Sean, I'm I think I'm having one of those episodes where I'm 
just dominating here. I've asked every question so far. I'm going to back. I never know how much space to give you. You tell me I talk too fast. I don't give you enough space to talk. So here's your, here's your space I'm giving you right here, all right? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love having a little space. I also like it when we tell people what we do. What we do here when we is we come together to talk about this game called EverQuest, which we definitely dove right into this afternoon. Super, super happy to have Chris with us and to have, I want to also be able to say thank you for um, doing what you're doing now. It's super appreciated and we definitely needed that help. Um, so thank you for helping to take care of all the people that come to have a little place to get together and talk about a crazy game. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Totally appreciate that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's my pleasure. I'm happy to help. Um, so yeah, I have a, I have a ton of questions for you as well. Um, yeah. you know, what, why, why back to the, why back to the game after years and years, you know, like what was it that drew you back? I know, I know, obviously it's, it's somewhat addictive, but, and then the other piece of it is, are you still driven by FOMO? Like, I know that was a big part of it for me in the beginning. Does it still drive you, um, uh, to play the game? Um, so what brought me back was, or what keeps me going with it is, um, um nostalgia because like most of the games that i play now are from around the year 2000 i like i'm not really super into the newer games i, I play a lot of diablo 2 um those isometric ones icewind dale baldur's gate what are your favorite type of like gems to put into your diablo 2 like pieces of gear can't you do like three gems per piece of gear you can do up to six on what? some i think yeah what color gems do you like to put in? Um, well, I like to hoard my gems and try to upgrade them all. So I generally don't put them in right away. And then, like, I get with, you know, life and stuff, I always get sidetracked, so I end up never using them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, like, when I started playing, I obviously was addicted staying up so late as you know an elementary school kid and um and then me and a friend of mine when i was in when i was in middle school going into high school we were we always talked about wanting to make our own game and this is the game i had in mind to emulate for the game that we were going to make which we ended up never even doing mm -hmm. um so i was like i love how um because like in games you just have like generic gold i like how there's four different currencies there's just so much you can do with the different professions um and the amount of like just customizability with each character every race and class and it just no other game really encapsulated the whole picture and so like that's where i kind of hold any new game i play i kind of hold it up against EverQuest. I'm like, eh, well, it's, it's kind of missing these kind of things, but it's still pretty fun. It's not as fun, but it's still pretty fun. So how much of it is the interaction that is necessary with other players? Um, I generally go it alone, which I know is like in classic EQ and on P99 is almost unheard of because <laughs> you can't really do much on your own. Mm -hmm. um, well, but but at, the, at the same time, you do get good XP when you play on your own. Whereas if on, if you're on true. TLP, it encourages you to group, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and 
like because I play because I'm only able to really play at odd hours and there's not very many people on. And I think that kind of encourages me to play alone. So sometimes it can be a bit of a grind because I'm not like in a group that where I can go to a higher level and get better experience. But it's it, I still it's still fun. Do you identify specifically with any class or or character that you play? I'm drawn towards um, caster classes and stuff. Um, I've played almost all of them. I have that problem where you play for a while and then you want to start a new character. Mm -hmm. And I do that in every game I play, I think. Um, but I've played almost like a lot of the classes. Druid, I think, is the best all around Church. because it has so much utility. Church. <laughs> you don't like to finish things is what i'm understanding you don't, you don't like to finish putting your things in your diablo weapons you don't like to finish with your character you like the journey and the beginning more than the destination don't you yes i do a lot <laughs> do you, if you've ever played civ do you like restart it 18 times to have like the perfect start i love doing that i have i've actually only played civ once i think and that's recently and it was on the switch so it was like tough to play because it's more it's definitely better on pc i'm sure there's a 2000 game there's another one from that era mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's a that's a big one a bunch of my friends uh when i was living in new york were playing that one still that and like dynasty warriors and stuff like that when were you living in new york uh, i was in new york from uh 2014 to 2018 i was there for four years and what were you doing there yeah, what were you doing? Uh, I, was, I was actually stationed there. I was in the Marine Corps for 10 and a half years. And that was like, that's where I separated and moved back to my hometown of, well, my home state of Georgia. And you're, what, sorry, go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> what is it about? <laughs> Why, there's a connection between uh, military and video games in general not now i'm not saying I'm, I'm making a generalization obviously but i've noticed it and also i mean obviously uh between this game in particular and uh people in the military why why do you think that is i think it might be now i'm sure i'm not even like close but i think it might possibly be like the uh the general structure because every as you go up you have a general routine of how you do things, especially like with rating and all that stuff. Like there's certain uh, checkpoints you need to hit, as it were, as you're with your role in the raid group or the just general group. And I think that might be it because we're in the military in general. You have a bunch of, you know, standard operating procedures. You have different check marks you need to hit. You have all these different um, or all these things that you have to hit. Um, in the right order all the time. So I think it might be like the familiarity with that. Maybe. Highly structured, highly structured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's the military in a nutshell. It's highly structured. Mm, it's like a kitchen that way too, is very highly structured. Yes, yeah, the hierarchy and all that stuff too. Mm -hmm. I, know mm -hmm. it's, I know it's hard to critique yourself, but if there's a, a particular skill that you excel in in the military, can you point that, you know, out? Did you have like, you know, are you great at uh, with firearms or like, you know, do you like to be in leadership positions? Is there something you feel you accept at, excel at? Um, I feel like I was good at 
being a leader, I was in charge of work center, and also I was the uh, guy that did the drug test for our base. And um, I feel like I was... These are good stories. Hold on. Back it up. You did drug testing for your base? There's stories right there, right? Uh, so there's, there's one or two. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Come on. Can you talk about it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so, so, um, I was in charge of conducting all the urinalyses for, um, my base when I was in New York. It's normally reserved for somebody that's a higher rank than I was, but it was a reserve unit that I was a part of. So the, uh, my chain of command was like, Hey, do you want to do this? The guy's... The guy that has his billet is leaving. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And so that's what I did for like the three of the four years I was there. And one time I was doing a urinalysis, there was a guy on it. And he had like just checked out on leave. It was like a Friday afternoon, I think. And he was going to be gone for like a week. But I was like, hey, this list came out before he left. I need him back here to do this. So his, his, um, um, Superiors got him back. Oh, no. uh, turns out he popped for cocaine and got kicked out. He did it like as soon as he left, as soon as he went on uh, leave, potentially. Yeah, yeah, because it's only in your system for like two days. Oh no! He should have waited. He, I, um, he should have waited until he got to where he was going. He would have been fine. But no. Wait. wait so what is the uh, what is the clearance time you want to give for yourself if you're in this position? You want to give yourself like 24 hours being away <laughs> from the base before you can get called back potentially? Um, like I would say the next day, like if you go on leave, wait till the next day, (laughs) because we're not going to call you back in from leave like that. Like if they're already on leave, like it's fine. Did you have to tell them? Uh, no, because once like so I report directly to the commanding officer. And so it was like up to them to tell him. So, but I had to like do all the like the paperwork and stuff, and yeah, they had to they had to let him know, hey, you're uh, getting uh, kicked out. And he had to deal with all that <laughs> while crashing on cocaine. It was all happening real time. That must have been uh, a yeah. really bad day for that guy. We're sorry. Well, it doesn't come back right away because like we have to send it off to get tested oh, and stuff. So it's sure. like weeks before we find out. So but he knew. That's sorry, Private Nelson, you are going home for the next rest of your evening and life. Have a nice afternoon. Well, he was a corporal. He is, he'd like made it up a little bit too. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. No, not at all. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. We're taught from day one though that you know zero tolerance on drugs. So yeah, I have no sympathy for me. I don't do no. drugs. So <laughs> I know I totally get it. it. Makes sense. All right. So coming back to EQ a little bit here. When uh, yeah. When you're deciding to get back into the game. Uh, what made you choose P99? Um, purely nostalgia. Like I like the I liked how like the quality of life fixes they did for like the live servers, but the just dropping in and having no hand holding at all. Like you don't even have a map or a find function or anything. And P99, I just, I just like that, like the survivability of it or whatever. I mean, have I... you played on? Have you played on a TLP? Uh, not on a TLP, no. 
You have not played on a TLP yet. I have not. That freaked my wife out when she played on P99 with us, and she's like, where's the map? I'm like, there's no map. She's like, what? This is not a video game if there's no map. <laughs> you have to print it out and put it in a binder, like we did. <laughs> did you do that? Um, I didn't. Uh, my friend did, though, so like, I always used his. Do you remember what... Did you always use Alakazam back in the day? I'm having a hard time oh, man, remembering. Yeah. It was Alakazam that you would use? Was, yeah, Alakazam, for sure. Because I can't remember if more of them existed back then. I feel like Magilo, I feel like I remember using that way back in the day, and that's how you would keep track of, like, your gear and stuff like that. I don't remember that one. I mean, I was, like, I was 10 and 11 years old. I don't... <laughs> the internet was still pretty new back then, too. Yeah, there were a couple. I, there there was another one besides Alakazam that had information, and I'm not going to be able to remember what it was. I might have even been called EverQuest something. Okay, so you're coming back into P99, and at some point you decide to make some content, right? To to make a podcast, and is that yeah. like as soon as you got back to P99, you're like, this is how I'm going to approach it, or did you play for a while and then decide, you know what, I'm also going to try this? So I've been playing for a while before I um, decided I wanted to make a podcast, and uh, I was actually re-listening to your guys's podcast a second time because i'd caught up and i'm like i i need more eq in my life so <laughs> i'd like gotten back up to like episode 20 something can i ask you an honest question like, about that or so because i don't yeah. go back and listen to a lot of them because it's really hard for me you know um it's difficult mm -hmm. sometimes to listen to your own stuff um are start, right. is the audio on some of them kind of bad like that's what i'm always afraid of that if somebody were to go back and listen to all of them it'd be like man this audio is inconsistent and some of the episodes are just bad like honest honest opinion um i don't think so i think the um i think the audio was pretty good uh, pretty consistent through the whole okay. show so far that's good to hear yeah Okay, sorry, sorry for derailing that. I just I had yeah. asked somebody that who had, who had it fresh in their memory. So you, you so you decided to start making some content of your own. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, because um, the shows that are out, you know, your show, Return to Norath, um, they were like they kind of talk about what they did. I wanted something that was going to be more like a narrative. Yes. Like mm -hmm. sort of like an audiobook sort of thing, where like if you get whole chunk of it whenever i decide to make a whole chunk of it and <laughs> um put it together um it would like read like an audiobook sort of and so, so that's kind of what i wanted for it i definitely get um a completely different vibe when i'm listening to your show and it's like yeah i almost saw it as like if you were to try to interpret this thing into a different medium like I went to actually movie is what I was thinking i was like if okay if somebody literally tried to make a movie out of everquest what are the beats you have to get where you're telling a story, but you're also true to the game because you right. very cleverly involve mm -hmm. like, okay, I got to talk to the sense heading person and put in one point, but you do it in a way where it's like telling a story, not being like, okay, step one, talk to this person and put in one point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to be like too meta with it, but I still wanted to like give people that knew the game like, oh, he made sure to do that. That's good. Good for him kind of thing. <laughs> Well, I think there's actually when I was a younger, lot of when... that to the point where it's it can almost be a little bit of a tutorial. I think if somebody's that's the way I was seeing it is if somebody's starting P99, they want to be entertained, but also have a tutorial on how to do it. Like you hit a lot of the beats of important things people are supposed to do, uh, trap falls they can fall into. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just wanted to be like, I as I play, I usually take notes on like what 
what I've done, um, like if I do group, who I group with, stuff like that. So that and like, I just want to relay all that info as um, as best I can, including like you know steps to take for like in I think in the second episode I did that um, quest to go find the note on that uh, ranger lady's brother or something in the catacombs of Kino. So um, I kind of went over that whole quest so that way people could be like, oh, okay, I just need to find this person right. and then go here and all that stuff. I especially like to mention, you know, I'm a level three character or whatever. I'm just fighting fire beetles. Oh, a group of weird adventurers ran past me and what the heck, I'm stronger all of a sudden? And then they left before I could even thank them. Like this is yeah. something that actually happens in the game. And again, I like mm -hmm. how you put you took that and you basically turned it into a little story. Like that would be yeah. interesting for an EverQuest story where like some weird adventurers walk by you on a road and bless you, but they're just on their on their way. That's something that's very EverQuesty. You know, that happens to us oh, all yeah, the time. Definitely. Yeah, somebody casts like a druid or a shaman walks by and gives you like their whole series of buffs and you're like what do like, I do with this? <laughs> like, this isn't something that we've really seen in like a adventure movie, right? There's not like a Lord of the Rings style movie where there's like this level one newbie who all of a sudden gets blessed by these high level wizards walking by. But if they were to take EverQuest and turn it into a movie, which is again kind of what I feel like you were kind of going through that exercise of how would you take this and turn it into a different piece of content, that would be something that would happen in the EverQuest world that we don't see happen in other worlds, you know? Right, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I found it very immersive. Now, how do we get you back to doing more episodes? Because you have two out so far. <clears throat> yes. And I'm telling you, if you don't, you you gotta. Here's the thing: you either gotta keep doing it eventually, or because mm -hmm. now you've now you've roped us in, and now like you need to at least wrap it up for us. You you have to make if you're if you ever decide you're done, you gotta do an episode where you die, right? Right. You gotta yeah, wrap it up. For, you gotta wrap it up for us, like for us viewers. You can't leave us hanging. You know. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, you know, life gets in the way. Um, so <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a stay at home dad of two kids under two, the, the, like, um, cause my older three of the five live with their mom in Georgia or Florida. Now they just moved. Um, and so I have two under two at home. Oh my goodness. And so that's, yeah, that's a lot. And also I'm a full-time student. Holy so God. I'm also, yeah, I'm also doing that. And so we have, that's a, that's a lot. And so whenever I do play, it's like in the middle of the night. Like, I think last time I was, uh, I recorded for the show, it was, I think I was up to like four thirty five o'clock to, to get enough content for the episode. And that gets really hard well, <laughs> to it, continue consistently. <laughs> it seems like uh, you put a, quite a bit of editing into it, especially with the music. And it, it seems like mm -hmm. you not only put in music, but you're being thoughtful about the timing of the music and like when the tone changes. I mean, maybe maybe you were just getting lucky. I don't know, but it seemed like you were pretty intentional about, okay, when I say this sentence, all of a sudden the tone of the music needs to change here. And it seems like you lined some of that stuff up. Um, no, it's very intentional, yeah. And so it seems like the editing probably took you a ton of time. Yes. Yeah. The editing takes quite a while because um, I'm also like uh, cutting out like the little lip smacks and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Um, make it a little bit easier to listen to without all those harsh tones going in there. And um, yeah, and edit, like fading in the music, fading out the music, cutting it just so it ends on like a beat 
it it's uh time consuming and not to mention like i actually write out a script for each episode and it's like thousands of words for 15 minutes i really wish that someone would uh do that for us would edit the stuff because <laughs> mm, a lot of times i give stuff to jeff to put in there and it's just like you know yeah a lot of times i start the episode and i don't mention that we play a game called everquest until you do it 20 minutes in sometimes that's how it goes too it's true um well we got lucky this time and it was right off the bat so that's good <laughs> So have you kept playing? Have you been cheating on us and advancing this character? And even though we haven't heard on the podcast where they've gone? No, I actually have not. Okay, I, that's um, good to know at least. Yeah, no, he's he's still right where we left him. Um, I don't remember where. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. But would, would you accept okay. twink items? Would that become part of the story? Because right now you just have a full set of cloth, I believe. Yeah, I have a full set of cloth and I got... Um, a band of Tunair from that um, quest in the catacombs, which gives me like a little bit of wisdom and a little less fire resistance. But like, and I think I got a ring off of something in there that gave me like five extra health or something. But yeah, no, other than that, it's it's cloth that I've gotten. By the way, but yeah, no, I mean, I would I would accept twink items. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> and which which P99 are you on? Green. Green. And what's your character's yes. name? Ashlink, A-S-H-L-I-N-C. Hear that, everybody? Mm-hmm. That's going to be episode three of the podcast. Again, the podcast, everybody, is The Quest Goes On, colon, A Tale in EverQuest. Uh, now, I got to talk about these two-year-olds really quick. Because <laughs> two-year-olds yeah, are crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Man. They must be like, just <laughs> you can't have anything on the ground, right? Because two years old is when they will grab everything and put everything in their mouth and like... Or or their nose. Or their nose. One hundred percent. So, like, is is it becoming one of those deals where you just do, you can't even put stuff on end tables or shelves or anything anymore? It's like I remember like having to just remove everything, and everything has to go higher and higher to get everything out of reach. Yep, higher and higher, or out, or just in a different room, right. and then you just have a bare room where that's where you live, and then you just go visit your things visit when you want to look at it. <laughs> So, and we all know where this is all headed if you ever listen to any one of our podcasts. So let's just jump right in and say, and how's the diaper situation? <laughs> it is. Uh, luckily, we uh, have a Costco membership. So we, uh, <laughs> Saving some money. we get lots and lots of them. Okay. All right. But yeah, they're both, they're both still in diapers right now. And it's so, it's so much. So many yes. diapers. A lot of people say the worst part is the beginning when it's just weird and you know colorful and like sometimes it's just black goo. And I'm like, no, I I don't think so. I think once they're like semi-functioning, like two, and they're processing real food and lots yep. of it, I think it's far, far, far worse. Yeah, because that black goo stage only lasts like a week, week and a half, like, it, right. and then it's gone. Right. And then they eat real food and it's just, it's just chaos. Yeah. Right. And you never, you never like go over to them at that beginning stage and go, Hey, why are, why is your pants like all wet and brown right now? That's really weird. And the diaper is just completely filled and overflowing. Yes. That's absolutely. Not, that's only a two-year-old uh, special. While they're picking yeah, their no. nose and shoving something up else up the other nose. Yeah. Absolutely. Like goldfish and Cheerios and... <laughs> 
So you gotta you gotta always be watching them, so I can't I can't just veg out for a few hours. No. To play EverQuest so, they while they're the awake. Did they reach the mouse on the by the keyboard? Um. So I usually play like on the couch. I have my laptop there. That's where I do like most of my homework and stuff too. So that way I can kind of keep an eye on them while I'm trying to do these things. Um. And so they are always reaching for things. They're always trying to touch my touch my laptop with a keyboard on there. They're <laughs> they like to play with my mouse a lot. It's fun <laughs> for them, not me, but fun for them. <laughs> See how long we can keep this uncomfortable silence going here. You love uncomfortable silences. Oh, I'm super down for it. <laughs> I'm gonna. What I was, I was gonna try to convince you to when when you do have more time, which may not be for a while, but let's assume like you know, sometime you ended up having more time. You should definitely try out a TLP. And uh, I, if you come to our TLP um, and you decide you were going to do that and you had, like I said, a little spare time, there would be enough people to help you power level yourself to where it might be fun for you. So I just at least take, in, take it into consideration. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like um, the way you guys talk about mischief, especially, like it seems with the loot tables and all that, it seems like it's really fun. And, um, no, I would, I would be super interested. I just don't have enough time to really, um, justify the, I mean, I know it's not a lot of money, but I would pay 15 bucks to play like twice, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, so. I totally understand. No, it's not, it's not worth it unless, unless you have the time and the money. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And right. And I'm about to start up some new classes in like creative writing and, Humanities, so I'm sure that's going to be a lot of reading and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, what's I'll your be... focus on in school? Um, game art and development. Game um, I art originally and development. Dang. Yes. So I'll be like a lot of people that have this degree work on like uh, background art for video games or like character um, visuals and stuff like that. So I've taken like drawing classes, uh, Photoshop classes already so far. But I started with. Um, uh, software engineering because so I was like I'm gonna make a game but then I realized that's a really really hard degree and I don't have the focus for it <laughs> so I switched um, actually I switched over the, the this past holiday so I've got about a little over a year left in school and hopefully I can finish then <laughs> and are you specifically interested in making uh digital games or because i know like kickstarter and like tabletop games have seen a resurgence in the last five ten years or whatever does that stuff interest you at all um i'm open to really anything i have a um buddy of mine from high school actually the one that um i talked about making video games with and um he has started making like board games and he we linked back up we had um had fallen out of contact for a while um and he's like yeah you know if you if i might uh want to use you to work on some like um some like game design stuff for some of these board games i'm working on i'm like yeah sure just so you know let me know so i'm really down for anything it's amazing i think that's really really cool have have you um played games like magic the gathering or do you did you ever play card games like that um i um with my my friend who introduced me to everquest he also had a very extensive magic collection 
So I had played that a little bit um, at a young age. Um, I, of course, got into Pokemon cards because they became a thing around then, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't I never really learned how to play, though. I just collected the cards. Um, who collected Pokemon didn't play. I think the, the actual yeah. stat released by the company Pokemon said that 2% of the people who buy their cards actually play with them. That makes sense. I believe that 100%. Yeah. Um, and then... Yu-Gi-Oh cards at one point. Uh, that was a very short period. Um, and I think that's really it. That was and that was like that was in high school because like I was in band and we're all a bunch of nerds in band. And oh, what are you playing? <laughs> so I play tuba in band, but I also play bass, guitar, mandolin, oh, banjo, no. kind of, and drums. Tuba. I, I, yeah, tuba. So you were mar- did you go in marching band? Yes, I did. Yes, and, you and, did. and I went to band camp. That, yeah, no, marching band and tuba, that's legit. Like, my dad was big time into marching band. and uh, Oh, awesome. Yeah, he, he actually, I can't remember the name of the person that's out front. He was a drum drum and um, drum major. Yes, so he, he got to be the person out front at his senior year doing, like, the, with the baton and throwing it up in the air and catching it and all that stuff. He was at Ooh, Tampa. Cool. Yeah. We would uh, actually, like sometimes for or like one or two years we actually like because at the beginning of the show the halftime show you are on the field and you're just kind of stationary and then you're you know horns up and all that stuff and so we actually worked on a little routine where we spun the tubas around and got them on our shoulders nice. yeah 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 and we were, yeah we were like the the, the drum line of the low brass <laughs> yeah, the goofballs who wear like yeah. a weird hat. You'd still wear the right T-shirt, but you'd all put a crazy hat on or something. Yeah, we actually convinced our uh, band director to let us wear berets one year yep. instead of because because like with the hats with the little plume on top, it wouldn't fit under the bell of the tuba. So I always um, a... thought that like carrying the tuba around seems like such a exercise. Like I would go to school and be like, oh man, that poor kid has to carry a tuba to school. Is it really that big of a deal? Um, at first, because it's, you know, it's a metal thing and it's only on one shoulder. So it, it does, it is heavy at first, but you get used to it. And I was like, I think I graduated high school, I was six to 180. So I was a skinny kid. And yeah, no, I was, I, I was good. But like, by that time, it wasn't a big deal to me. Dang, you hear that? I was good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So down south in Louisiana, I w- my wife used to live down there, and she took me to see some bands, and I'm not going to be able to remember their name, and that's bad of me. But th- instead of having a bass player, especially playing live, they'd have a tuba play bass. Oh, that's and, awesome. And it was so sick. Yeah, you'd be in a small room, and they'd be just – it was so good. And it just gave you a different vibe to the, the whole feel of the music. It was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. That's, that's really cool. I've never even considered that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it was good. Tuba. <laughs> um, if I can remember, I'll put it in the show notes, the name of that band down in New Orleans to check out. You could still check them out. They were fairly popular. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them a listen somewhere. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for being on today. I gotta, do got to start to wrap up here. Me and my son are actually going to a MetaZoo tournament today. Which is like this, oh, fun stuff. this new TCG. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things me and my son like to do together is play TCGs. But I, I do want to do a little bit of housekeeping here before we wrap up. I want to thank a couple new patrons. 
And as well as thanking you for uh, starting to become a mod for our Discord, which is something you get access to when you become a patron. And I just, I really appreciate that. And plus, I could just tell by listening to your show that you seem like you have an attention to detail. And uh, I just, I really appreciate you doing that for us. Hey, I, it's it's my pleasure. I'm just happy to help. So, Sean, you, you know what time it is. We got to welcome a couple patrons to the fold. Okay. You ready to do this? I'm I'm always ready. You sure? Mm. Are you ready to get me my epic on my cleric, by the way? Am I going to give it to you? No, I'll help you. Okay, that sounds good. First okay. of all, we have to welcome somebody who watched us stream the other week and then joined the uh, Discord and even switched servers and has been playing with our community and leveled up. I think they're all the way in Velks already. Welcome, Misty. Misty, that was fun. I actually remember that. It was super fun. Thank you for joining. We totally appreciate you. And uh, what class is Misty? I don't know. I'm not sure. Misty, let us know what class you are so that we can send you gear. Let I'm the community help I'm you out. I'm going to make a guest druid because I think we've established on the show that druids are pretty much the best class next to wow. clerics. Wow. All right. Well, let, let's actually find out so we don't just send a bunch of wrong gear over there. <laughs> and I also got to thank Croson. Thank you very much, Croson. Croson, you're not switching servers and doing all the other stuff, but we'd still really super appreciate it. We uh, love, love having new patrons. And at this point, we're pretty much guaranteeing that it's not because of the uh, Smash episode. So I don't even think it's because of that anymore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um... But back to you, Chris. I want to thank you very much again for taking the time to be on, for being a mod, and also for putting out uh, your podcast because I do think that it's a brand new take on the game. That's one thing I like about all these podcasts that pop up around EverQuest is we're all taking it a little different angle. Obviously, Sean and I do the angle of they're not very good, but we keep putting them out, you know? and see if that works <laughs> and then you know there's people well, i mean i think the longevity out. of your show so far is really right, spoken exactly. volumes to how good it's you guys the, are <laughs> it's the longevity that we got going for us and then we got people like you who are actually put in in like a really serious effort to like try to create something new and i for one very much appreciate it and uh i, I hope i can hear more in the future i'll definitely try to make time um as best i can to get something done because I, I really want to put more out too. Uh, my fiance really want is encouraging me to do that because, you know, um, creative outlet is very important, especially when you're at home with kids all day. You need something for you. And so she she's very encouraging to get things done, too. So we'll see if I can find some time here in the very near future. I'm going to say thank you. Thank you very, very much as well. Uh, we really appreciate all that you're bringing to the table and you are a perfect representation of why we started this and why we've been successful. It's people like you who do exactly what you do. I also want to encourage you like your wife to really seriously go after it, even if you don't have as much time as you think, or you find those spare moments because even if it's not the EverQuest thing that pops for you or whatever it is, it'll lead you to whatever the thing is you're supposed to be doing next. I think you already know that, but I just really want to encourage you to go after it and to believe in it. Um, again, thank you very much for being on today. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, as a fan of the show, it's kind of I was kind of fangirling whenever you guys were <laughs> uh, showing interest in having me on the show. So that's awesome. <laughs> I was really excited. 
Well, that's something I'm glad that we're able to do to really, you know, create a community here because you're adding something to the space too. And it's, it's really nice to bring us all together and to actually meet each other and to actually make these connections. I really appreciate it. So yeah, thank you everybody for listening. And thank you again, Chris, for being on. Thank you, Sean. And have a great day, guys. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye.